Hi, I'm Princess Rara. And I'm Dara, the Electro Khaleesi. And this is Pink Kink, the podcast where we talk about the pretty, twisted side of kink. Today's episode is produced by our electrifying pink kinksters. Thank you, Jay, the ESW, Brianna Lynn, Daddy Jay, Fabe, Embers, Blossom, William P., Claire, Jam Today, Mr. N and Mrs. Jess, Mistress Good Girl, Lady Blooding, Primal Empress, Kaze, Clockwork Dork, Harley Gentleman, Roxy, Mistress Francesca, Naughty and Nice, Butte Pain, Manda Panda, Cat, Stefan, Brooklyn B, Shadow Phoenix, Serenity Deb, Robert, Ruby R, Christopher, Jess, Kilted Sir, Sam, Firegood and his good boy Grant, Schrodinger's Kink, May Cry Devil, Riot, MJ Stryker, Jay Swizz, All for Salami, Chakra, Fruit Liquor, Mistress Velma, Enchanted Sparrow, Blown Deuce, The Wombat, <gasps> Impact Hazard, and Twitch. Pink Kink runs off the generosity of our devoted patrons. As a patron, you will become a member of our special Discord server, receive some adorable Pink Kink stickers, as well as have access to a monthly behind-the-scenes podcast. In addition, our impactful and electrifying Pink Kingsters will get special audio and video episodes. And finally, patrons at our highest tier will be recognized as producers both here on the podcast and on our website. If you would like to become a patron, you can visit us at patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast or click the link at pinkkinkpodcast.com. Some people think they are hot. Some people think they're silly. Some people think they're necessary. And some people think they're useless. What do you think we're talking about, Dara? Podcasts. No, you think we're useless? No, I said you said some people think they're useless and some people think they're necessary. So clearly we are of the necessary category. Well, yeah. Actually, what we're talking about BDSM contracts. I knew it. Well, yeah, you have your notes open on your computer, don't you? Yes. And I read these. You read? I read this one. I didn't read the other ones, but I read this one. And then you came downstairs and I was like, oh, shit, we're starting. (laughs) So a contract is basically a physical document that outlines the DS relationship. It is not legally binding, but it's more of an agreement. Some are super formal and can have a ton of pages with lots of bullet points and sections and subsections. That's the one that Rara likes. Well, yeah. And some are sort of brief, like just a few paragraphs. That would be me. Right? The purpose of the contract is basically to make sure that everything is stated really, really clearly and that it is representing both the dominant and the submissive. Do they ever have this for top and bottom? You can. And we'll we'll talk about that a little bit. It tends to be a little less often. Mm-hmm. You can have scene-specific contracts. Seems like a lot of work for just a scene. It does. What most people probably know about BDSM contracts is that very sexy scene in Fifty Shades of Grey. That where they sexy. That was not... Fine. Where they sat similar to us at opposite ends of a very long table. That was boring, actually. You are no fun. No, I'm not. Not when it comes to that. Ugh. It was boring. Why was it boring? Because it was boring. That's not an answer. I was bored. Therefore, Why? it was boring. Why? We Okay, if you want to hear why I thought it was really stupid, go ahead and listen to our good, bad, and the ugly episode. There you go. Um, No, because contracts are boring. They can be. Doing them is boring. A lot of people view the contracts, negotiations, which are, and it's all intertwined as the not sexy part of what we do. But change your thinking. Consent is sexy. Okay, that's true. Agreement is is sexy. Getting a say in what's going to happen in your dynamic is sexy. Fine, I'll stop being devil's advocate. It is kind of interesting. Ooh, she said it. I did. I'm going to get in trouble. (laughs) Violet's going to come after us with a whip at this point. (laughs) Don't threaten me with a good time. (laughs) But right, you saw saw the submissive and the dominant. They sit down and they hash out what's happening in the contract. Now, there are some things that they got right in that scene. Some things that they didn't get right. But I think that's where a lot of the 
popularity of contracts has come from. Another reason BDSM contracts are so popular is that it leaves nothing to chance. It, If done right, it very rigidly and proactively addresses any concerns or confusion before it even comes up. You know what to expect. You know what's going to happen, how it's going to happen, when it's going to happen. No guessing games. It's all right there for you in black and white. A lot of people also like contracts because it makes what we do look a little more serious. That, okay, that I can say I agree with. Thank you. They do They do come across <laughs> more serious when you have a contract. It does seem more well thought out. It does seem more than your typical relationship when you have this paper officially stating, you know, and right. there's a lot of different things you can put on a contract that are helpful. So I, I do agree with that. The result is very, very helpful. The process. <laughs> I have I, I don't want to say boring again. Mind numbing? Maybe for you. A little bit. Right. I know you think it's totally hot to be organized. Yeah, some of us do. I also like the fact that there's no guessing games, right? You that, know what's, yeah, that's you know definitely what's a you thing. Yeah. And similar to like contract laws, the purpose and the help of a BDSM contract is it emphasizes equality, consent, consideration. It goes over, it's a commitment to being equal and not being one-sided because a lot of times, right? So the vanillas look at what we do and they look at a DS relationship or even kinksters who aren't necessarily in DS and they look at it, it's very one-sided. The dominant gets all this and the submissive does all this. And there's no, yeah, but if you listen to our episode, I know I'm referencing a lot of episodes recently, but we have a lot. We're testing them. We, we have an episode that we've recently done on the joy of submission. So we know, we talked to people, we've had experiences ourselves where we know submissives get a lot out of being submissive. It isn't just the dominant, right. but you're right. The look of it is. Right. But if you have a contract and it's literally written down on paper, this is what the dominant is going to do. And this is what the submissive is going to get. Mm -hmm. Like stickers. Stickers can be in there. <laughs> it really makes it seem a little more thoughtful and less about all about the dominant. Right. Plus, let's face it, for some of us, apparently not Dara, but me, contracts are fucking hot. Of course they are. Just because you like organization and you probably would put little pink flags all over it. It's one of my kinks organizing. I know. Right? So are they legally binding? Nope. <laughs> oh, sorry. They're not. I mean, that's just the reality. You can't use them in court. They have no validity. If you break up and you try to take your partner to court and say, I have this contract that says they have to do this. That's bullshit. They're going to laugh. I don't even think you'll get in front of the judge. No, you'll, you'll go talk to a right? lawyer and they're going to be like, Haha, dude, no. Plus, let's face it. In most Western countries, you cannot sell yourself into slavery. You cannot own a slave. Most, at least in the States, I don't know how it is in Europe, but at least in the States, you can't legally consent to being hit. In most states, no, you cannot, which is why when you, again, we did that episode with the BDSM lawyer. Lady Steele. And it was like, yeah, so if you hit this person and then you try to take them to court for abuse, you're, I mean, it was like, a, I can't remember exactly, but it was a whole complicated thing. Yeah. Um, and that's why some kinksters prefer, instead of using the word contract, they prefer the term relationship agreement or dynamic agreement because that's really what you're doing. It's an agreement between two parties while a contract, you know, seems more like a legal term. It does. So if you want to call it a contract, fine. If you want to call it a, an agreement, guess what, folks? Kink is customizable. You get to call it whatever you want. It kind of reminds me of when Ariel signed that contract with Ursula and she was like, it's binding and completely unbreakable. Legally binding and completely unbreakable. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's not what we've got here. You're not signing it in blood. You're not going to get your tongue Ooh, cut I out. Sign it in blood? You could, yes. Oh, yeah, sorry. I've, I've got a fountain pen that you can use. Oh, you would let me put my blood into your fountain I pen? I will buy you your own fountain pen. Do they come in pink? 
Yes. Okay. <laughs> I can find Listen, you. Listen, if I could figure out a way to make my blood pink, the healthy way, oh I would God. totally do that. Oh my God. I just got like stabbed in the head at that thought. That doesn't seem, <laughs> that doesn't seem right. No. But I will find you. Okay. Well, I do. How about this? Okay. I do have a pen. I will get, I'll, I have a somewhat pinkish pen. I will put in the ink called ox blood. Yes. Which looks just like literal blood. Yes. And you can sign your next contract with it. Okay. There you go. All right. All right. So since it's not legally binding. Unless you sign it in blood, of course. Yeah. You might ask yourself, so what's the point? Why have a contract? Well, maybe you prefer things in writing like Rara. I like it. I like things being in black and white. And also like Rara, you can have a starting point for negotiations. Perfect. Exactly. You sit down with the contract. And you go through it. Similar to what I was just gonna say that I was like <laughs> I was I didn't know if you were, were you bring leading it up. me up to I, it. I was. Good Do you job. want to say it? Thank I, you. Thank you. Similar to what Anna and what's his face, Christoph? Chris, Christian. Christoph <laughs> is a is a whole nother movie, honey. <laughs> and I can't picture that Christoph being a dominant. Let's face oh, it. Oh no, he's a daddy. He might be a daddy, but he's not a daddy dom. No. He's just a daddy. He's just a daddy. Because he's because... a bear daddy. Moose daddy? Sven daddy. <laughs> What the fuck is a moose daddy? I don't know. What's, I've heard of I've heard of bears. I've heard of bear daddy, but never moose daddy. It's Swedish. I don't know. What is what's Sven? Sven is a reindeer, right? Yes. Okay, so he's a reindeer daddy. Do you daddy? think he's friends with Rudolph? Um Do you think they know each other? Do like I, do like all reindeer <laughs> know each other? Not all reindeer know each other, <laughs> Rara. Don't be so racist. <laughs> okay, okay can you tell okay. us it's not our first recording of the day we will continue to get sillier and sillier. we're gonna get way more slap happy than this yes. oh she's gonna slap me. i'm gonna be happy oh my god every time <laughs> make that joke every time it's still good i know that's why i'm still laughing <laughs> anyway you're gonna have to toss that tissue box over here. Watch my nose. Yes, just toss the tissue, not the box, please. Half, how long? We'll see if a tissue's gonna okay, fly. Okay, ready, ready. Hold on. Four, One, three, two. no, four, like golf. Oh. Four. <laughs> oh, I did good. I actually got it across the table, and she, it didn't hit her in the face. No, she hit the mic instead. Did? Could you make a sound? Does it made a sound? It did. Tissue. Okay, it did. It so actually that made a noise. sound that you just heard was the tissue hitting the mic. She did good. I know. She threw it with such force. I am. But it's it's a good point because similar to what Anna and uh, Christian did. <laughs> you wanted to say Kristoff, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> You're fucking with my brain, woman. Good. They sat down with the template. I mean, it was his template, but it was a template. And they went over line by line by line. So there was a starting point versus if you two, two people sit in front of the blank piece of paper and go, uh, uh, what do we put on it? Okay, so I am still going to say that I don't think it was a template. I think it was just his rules and they accidentally negotiated because Anna didn't want to do certain things and she didn't know that Christian doesn't normally negotiate with his subs because he actually stated that nobody else had done that. Okay. Right, but but did nobody else do that because Christian told him they couldn't or because they chose not to? He because they said, can choose not to. Okay, but he actually said none of the other subs did that. They knew what to do. They were experienced. And they're implying that the only reason that Anna negotiated was because she wasn't experienced. Possibly. Oh, 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 shit. Did you want to mark it on the calendar? I, what day, what's the day Look, today? I by no means think that that movie and story was perfect. Absolutely don't. I just think some of the things, some of the, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Some of the accusations that are lobbied at it are not necessarily correct. I actually, so as part of my research under BDSM contracts, I watched a lot of YouTube videos. I watched a lot of other people talk about BDSM contracts. And somebody brought up the fact that there was no negotiations between between the two of them during during the contract scene. I'm like, did we watch the same fucking and movie? Because I saw negotiations. When you pointed it out, then I agreed that it was, in fact, a negotiation. However, I will still say that it was an accidental negotiation. And I'm not, I'd have to really go back and read it again. I've been, you know, hard on Twilight and there's no contracts in that. So it's a little different. Give them enough time. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that I like about having contract, 
it's a central place where you know exactly what you've each agreed to. So if you can't remember what your rules are, or you're not sure about the exact nature of your rule, you know exactly where to go back and look it up. You have it in front of you. It's a place where you can address any concerns. So you come to me with a rule and I could, and it's listed in the contract. I could say, yeah, here's the problem. That bedtime is not going to work for me because of X, Y, Z, right? It's a good place. Some people like contracts because they feel like it makes their dynamic more official. I can see that one. Um, that's what it felt like for with me when I had a contract with Wolfie. When we both signed it, I was like, okay, officially, you're my sub. Right. Um, I had contracts both as the dominant and as the submissive. And for me, I liked the fact that it was very obvious what my rule, what the rules were. It was very obvious. Like when I was the dominant, look, these were the rules and you've agreed to them. Did it make you feel more secure? No, because we're people and people can choose to ignore things. Okay. But it did, it did for me, I very much like things black and white. I want to know what to expect and what's been agreed to. So if my submissive doesn't do something, I can go, look, this is what I told you my rule was going to be, and you've agreed to it. Do you remember when I had that one sub, well, sort of sub, they were like in training or whatever, who said, this is what I want my punishment to be if I don't do X, Y, Z? Oh, is that the one with the musicals? The musicals. Yes. Yes. Loved that. Didn't do the X, Y, Z. I initiated, I said, okay, here's your punishment. You have to watch this musical and then tell me about it tomorrow. Didn't do that. Okay, now you have to watch two, this one and this one, and didn't do that. And I was like, fuck this. Yeah. I was like, if you're not going to play by the rules, then we're oh, done. We're going to talk about that in another episode. So what? Playing by the rules? When your submissive isn't playing by the rules. When you're, su- yeah, well, that's, we didn't have it written out as a contract, but that was the but agreement. But even if you had it written out, that I doubt they would have followed no, it. No, they wouldn't have because they hated musicals, which is why they chose it as a punishment. And I was like, all yeah. right, this is weird. But they didn't do it. Yeah. Contracts are also a great way to hold both parties accountable. My contracts have always also included what the dominant has to do. So it's not just the submissive is going to follow this rules, the submissive is going to do this, blah, blah, blah. It was also... This is what the dominant is going to do. This is what the dominant is going to be responsible for. That makes sense. I like that. Right. And then it's a place to go back and review. So you're three, four months into it and maybe you don't remember exactly because it's a an obscure rule or an obscure situation that hasn't come up yet. Yeah, but you remember talking about it somewhat and you're like, right? I think Let me we go back about and that. look at this. Mm-hmm. Right. A well written beautifully formatted contract can really help you open up the conversation and bring up some difficult topics. My eyes just rolled so hard in the back of my head because you had to add beautifully formatted. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, paragraph three, subsection four. Bullet point five. Bullet point. Yeah. I know. I know you. You forgot the A and then the five. I'm sorry. It goes A, then bullet point five. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. It goes... It goes heading, which is Roman numerals, and then it goes capital letter, and then it goes number, Arabic number, and then it goes lowercase letter, and then it goes bullet point. I might be a little wet now. And then it goes, and then it goes dashes. Oh, that is proper formatting. You're talking my language, baby. I know how to do you. Right. You've done me some. Yes, Yes, I do. (laughs) Uh, Let me rephrase. I know you, boo. Think I did that right? Anyway, reindeer daddy, go back. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be my new. Um, have you ever heard the term? It's a big lip alligator moment. No, you haven't heard this. I have not heard that one. Where the fuck did you get that from? It's from a review. It's like a nostalgic movie review on YouTube, and there's um he calls certain things in certain movies big lip alligator moment because you know the movie. Shut up. You know the movie All Dogs Go to Heaven. Um. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yes. The alligator has huge fucking lips and he has the most completely unnecessary song. That's just like a like fill in space and time kind of a thing. And so Sven Daddy is now going to be my big lip alligator moment. It's like I'm just filling in space. Let's go back to it. I'm I'm right there. Let's go. OK. It was OK. Never mind. All right, no, whatever. Some of you know what I'm talking about. Right. Right. <laughs> Anyway, so it it opens up the conversation and brings up difficult topics because there are things that you will want to include in your contract that may be a little uncomfortable discussing. 
And we'll, we'll get into things to include in your contract in a little bit. Uh, you want to make sure that you've covered all the important issues. And I know at least for me, having it then writing means I can look back and make sure versus, you know, when you've had just a verbal contract and those are a thing. It's like, did we discuss this already? I don't remember. What did we discuss exactly? Well, a verbal contract is pretty much what I had with Musical Guy. Yeah. I had one rule. Well, it was a simple contract. It was a very simple contract. It was like two sentences long, but it was still a verbal contract. Right. It helps you stay on track with your roles because, again, everybody knows what they are responsible for. It will help you deal with problems more effectively if and when they arise because the answers are going to probably be in your contract. What happened? if this situation. And for a lot of people, and I felt this very much for me, it made you feel closer to each other because you've created something together. It showed you both your commitment to the relationship, your commitment to your roles, and it helped me, at least in my instances. I think what uh, you could say that Daddy J and I also have a verbal contract with uh, like the certain things in our dynamic. And we've never written it down. Maybe we should. Bro, why would you like to write out our contract in Oxblood? Oh, do you need blood? I will give you blood. No, Oxblood, oh. the ink. is called Oxblood. Yes. We already talked about this. Well, you're this. the one with the fancy handwriting, so. Oh, yeah. But no, that's mostly the pens. I have, I have pretty pens. You do have pretty, pretty pens. So, like, here's the thing. I, I know I talk a lot about the fact that I hated that Christian had this template. Let me back up. Okay. It's Be- not... Beep, beep. You got to get more high pitch than Sorry. that. Sorry. <laughs> You're backing beep, up. Beep, beep, beep. She's back backing it up. up. Back <laughs> it up. Back it up. I don't like that he had a template if it was, in fact, a template. What he made it sound like, and remember, I'm I'm reading way deeper into this than I probably ever should have. Or most people have, yeah. It looked, it came across like this was it. It did not come across as a template. They ended up making it a template. I've had templates. I but the thing is I my template was really different than this. It was please list your reds, please list your greens, please list your yellows. And then from there I took those and put them into like a more organized fashion. I said, "Okay. If you had these reds, if you do these reds, what would you like to have happen? Is there a punishment that needs to happen or is it just a leave it alone? And in if there is a punishment, what is it?" So from there it's like I created my template with my partner and then showed it to them. And I'm like, okay, here. And then it became a draft. The template was stuff like, this is the place to put your reds. This is the place to put your yellows. This is the place to put your greens. This is the place to put your possible punishments. This is what you are responsible for. That to me is a template. Having a list of pre-made rules to me is not a template. Yeah, see, and this is, I know you're all going to be shocked. We're going to disagree. Right, everybody? There are, oh my God. I know. There are certain rules that, as the dominant, are very important to me that I absolutely want included. So if I'm creating the template, I'm going to have those rules in there. Now, if the submissive doesn't want to have those rules, some of those rules, those could be the breaking point. That could be the, the, if they say, no, I don't want that rule, that might be, you know what? I don't think this dynamic is going to work for the two of us. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm I'm okay with it. And the same thing as a submissive. There's certain things as a submissive that I want to make sure are included in my contract, especially after the mess with, with Voldemort and that contract. There's certain things that I would absolutely want that are, that are make or break issues. So, I mean, so who basically can write the contract? Well, the answer is everybody. You can do it a couple of different ways. You can have the dominant write it and then sits down with the submissive and the submissive gets to go through it and negotiate it. The submissive can write it and then the dominant, get, they go through it and the submissive gets to negotiate it. This right here. Number three. You like number three? This is my point. What? It says purchase pre-made contracts and together go over it and personalize it. That. That's another option. Th- no, that is what they did. That to me is a pre-made contract that they personalized. That's not a template. I think the problem is you and I are disagreeing on what the to word me, template, that's a template is. I think I think it's semantics. I think you and I are disagreeing on what exactly a template is. Okay. So I think that's part of the problem. To me, to me, this is a template. I bought something that is not going to work exactly as is for me, but we're going to go through. 
there was one of the one of the pe- people who I was watching on YouTube. Their recommendation, and I thought this was really funny. Find the most complicated, longest, <laughs> most detailed detailed contract, so that you have as much potential as possible, and then go through it. Cross out the things that don't work. Fix the things that are close, and check off the things that you do want to include. And that way, you're more likely to cover everything if you start off. Now, listen, you can also, right? You can also just Google BDSM contracts and get templates that way. Mm -hmm. I I did when I was doing the research, and there are a ton of different possibilities. Some will work for you, some won't. Some are very, again, very, very formal, and some are not. Anyway, this is the ones that I've had. While they've been written, they have not been super formal. If I had to write one today, it would probably be a lot more formal because I've learned a lot more and I would make sure there's more stuff included so there was less of a guessing game. Well, you also know yourself a lot better than you did six years ago. Yeah. Seven? Where are we at now? Well, Seven the, one years I, ago? the one I did with Voldemort was in 2015, mm-hmm. right? Then as a dominant, I did one with my submissive. But it was really le- more about here are the rules and they had to say yes or no. It was less a lot of the other stuff that I'm going to talk about that makes it a little bit more formalized. And I would absolutely now include a lot more of this stuff in any new contract that I would create. There is really no right or wrong way to write a contract because it's they're very personalized. It's what each party wants to include. So don't sit there and go, oh, I have to hurry up and go get this one and purchase this one because it's got to look like this. It could be on a napkin with a crayon, folks. It doesn't matter. I mean, that's how Hedy Lamar did the frequency hopping. See? She did it with a pen and a cocktail napkin in a bar. And died a very wealthy woman. Yeah. Um, but, you know. Well, she was also an actress, so that helped. Yeah. We're going to go over different things that you can include. And I say can because you don't have to include this in your contract, just some ideas of things you can, right? The one thing which I thought was really interesting that almost every quote unquote expert said should be included is the date that this starts. Why? That's what I wondered. Like, why does it, but they felt, and they felt an end date. Why? I don't necessarily think it needs an end date personally. At least I don't in my contract. But for some people, they like it. You know, you could put it, the consent in this contract begins on such and such date. The contract will expire in days, weeks, months, whatever. I don't like the idea that you're planning on it expiring. Right. I mean, it's just if you're released, you're done. Yeah. In their mind, that way there's a start, that way there's a point you're forced to either renew it, either renew it as is, renew it by changing things. Eh. Um, I don't really think that's that necessary. Yeah. I mean, for some people, sometimes it's going to be a limited amount of time, right? Yeah, I guess so. Maybe you're going away for a weekend and you're going to create a contract for just your weekend together. I do like that you include the type of dynamic. That one I can get behind. Yeah. Whether it's bedroom only, weekends only, 24-7, whatever it is. You want to include that? You want to? What can the dominant control? Can they make financial decisions? Can they pick out your clothes? Can- well, you know how Rara and I feel about the financial decisions part. Hell no for and me. That's a hell no for me too. But the clothes. We also yeah. agree that our dominants pick out our clothes or at least in part of it. Like what are some of the areas you've controlled with your submissives? My number one cannot break it rule, and I think I've only got this one, is you need to communicate to me at certain times of the day. And the times are negotiable, but the communication is not. Right. Yeah. I mean, that type of stuff, I want to know what your schedule is each day. Yep. I'm not going to tell you to change it. Well, that's important because like, what if you have um, meetings at certain times of the day? Yeah, I do. I literally have meetings at certain points of the day that I cannot answer you during. So like 3 p.m. Mondays meeting done. Wednesday, 
15, 3.30, whenever the fuck that one is, meeting. Right. I'm not available. As a submissive, I allow my dominant to control my bedtime. Not every submissive is going to agree to that. That's an area of control. Mm -hmm. Um, You cannot control me for social media. I had that once. I tried it. That never was, happened again. That was stupid. Everybody, I mean, and everybody I said that was stupid. And I wasn't. Well, I think the point my dom was trying to say is just how much control he had over me. And he did. And none of us liked it. Nope. I didn't like it. And I couldn't do it now with the podcast anyway. But the entire ladies group was like, yeah, no. I don't think you guys talked for most of the week. We didn't. Because we, no. And when we did, it wasn't in the ladies chat. It was in private. Ah. And we were going, what the fuck? Because we didn't want you to come back and see it. Yeah. So we were being sneaky about it. Sorry, ladies. I just outed us to her. But like, we were really, really fucking concerned. <laughs> but um, so that's you want to be very specific in what the dominant can and cannot control, especially the things that you do not want your dominant controlling. I mean, if there's something you're not sure, that's one thing. But like you want to put down my dominant cannot make financial decisions for me. My dominant cannot uh, make any decisions in regard to work. My dominant can control my orgasms or cannot control my orgasms. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a very popular one. Yeah. Okay. Put in the contract, are you poly or monogamous? Very important. That one I will 100% agree right? with. If you are poly, what are the rules? Well, do you have to do a separate poly contract? Or is that part of your BDSM dynamic contract? What do you mean by that? Is it a separate thing? Are you only dominant with this person and they happen to be poly and you're mono? And then if that's the case, do you need a separate thing with rules for being poly? Well, it would be part of this. Like if I'm if I've got a dominant, right? And we are we are poly, mm-hmm. you're going to set the dominant's gonna set rules, probably, because I had this situation. I was poly and kinky, where what I was allowed to do as far as playing, I had to get permission before I could schedule scenes. In my case, I told my dominant, talk about areas of control with or- orgasm, stuff like that. They could not dominate my sex life with my other partners. Ah, yeah. That makes total sense. Right? That would be a no for me too. Because it's not fair to the other partners. No, that you're they, right. That they can't, have, they can't have sex with me or can't bring me to orgasm. Because my dominant hasn't given me permission, right? Like, yeah, like you're off orgasms this week. Well, I'm going to go see this partner and they would like to give me an orgasm. Yeah. So like that kind of stuff. Um, you want to have that very specific. Do, can I go out on a date with somebody without your permission? Or do I need to have your permission before I can go out on a date with it? If I go out on a date, what do I have to report back to you? What information do you need to have about that other person? Like these are all very specific to Polly. So... When I was semi-dating in a dynamic with your roommate. Yes. I had, well, he had already started dating somebody else and we did not have that any kind of negotiated and I was pissed. So I decided. Yeah. Well, I mean, so here's the thing. I was married at the time, but that was like having a roommate, honestly. So I I see where he was coming from because I was married. But where I'm coming from was I'm only sleeping with you, dude. Yeah. So... Like, and then you start going off and banging this other person. I'm like, how do I know you're being safe with that person? Like, what the fuck? Right. I mean, condoms. Like, that's an important poly rule. Right? So then I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go have a date with another person. I've been talking to this guy for a couple weeks. I'm going to go out on a date. It was Daddy J. And so I got on a date with Daddy J. And I had told Rara's roommate that I was going on a date. That I was leaving at this. I was leaving work at this time. And I was going to whatever bar it was. I don't even remember. I do actually, but yeah, it's closed now. That is sad. I know. I was really sad about that because we would have gone there on anniversaries. But anyway, I met him at this bar. And then that after work drink date turned into dinner, which turned out to be talking in the car slash making out in the car until like <laughs> 9 p.m. So it was like a six hour date. Those are the best. I, it was amazing. Well, it turned out really well for there's me and ha- Daddy J. There's a happy ending. Uh, not so well for roommate. No. Because... I wasn't answering his texts at the time because, frankly, I was having too much fun with Daddy Jay, who at the time was just Jay. And I did not I didn't respond. And so he was like going nuts. But I had given every bit of information to my safety friend, Mm -hmm. just not him, because at this point I didn't trust him. 
So at the end of it, you know, I was like, fine, what? I called him back. And he was railing me about not answering. And, you know, he's the dom. And I said, fine, here, let me fix this situation. You are no longer my dom. Problem solved. Done. But we didn't have any kind of contract that required me to do that. Right. And that's, this, that's the beauty of the contract. Had you guys had a contract and gone through and outlined all of this shit beforehand, you'd have known. And then I would have probably said, okay, here's this information, this information, right. whatever that I gave to safety friend. We didn't have anything like that. And in fact, he had already broken what I guess you could call a tacit verbal agreement. So why the fuck was I being? Anyway, long story. All right. Well, and let's, so those are all the issues if you're poly. Now, if you're monogamous, there could be other things. Are you allowed to do platonic kink with others? Yeah. Some people don't. Well, that's why daddy and I call ourselves monogamish. Right. Because we are allowed to do. Easy for you to not say. Help. Yeah. (laughs) Platonic kink. Easy. (laughs) Speak good. (laughs) We are allowed to do platonic kink with others. In fact, that's where my cuck fetish comes in. And I give his dick to my friends. Right. So those are the kind of things that you're going to want to include. You're going to want to include rules and protocols. Now, rules are what you do. Protocols are how you do it. Yep. So for instance, let's say the rule is you have to make your dominance coffee every morning. The protocol is it's got to be done by 8 a.m. It gets this much sugar, this much creamer. It gets handed on the work desk. That's that's the difference between the rules and the protocols. You're going to want to be very specific about both of those. And then what are the consequences if you don't do it? Because let's face it, different rules and protocols are going to have different consequences. Yeah. If you break a rule like not making the coffee, that's probably going to be a more severe punishment than not giving it to them in the right saucer or on the right in the right cup. You know, now one of the examples that I saw of contracts, they had written down, I accept any punishment that you see fit. Should I fail to uphold this contract and meet your expectations? No, I don't like that. I believe strongly right? Very super strongly. If you're listing the rules and you're listing the protocols, you need to list the consequences for breaking those. There should be, they should be as specific as the rules and the protocols. Yes, because you as the submissive need to consent to those. You can't just say, you can punish me. And then they come back and say, okay, so your punishment is that you have to stand in the corner for two hours. Well, also, like the severity of it is at the dominance or whoever's whim. And it could be very subjective. So like if it's not agreed to that the two hour rule, you could have the two hour thing for the first offense. And then the second one, they're feeling a little more lenient. And we'll just do 15 minutes. Yeah. You want to know exactly. And this is what I talked about earlier about why the contract, because it gives it gives you it in black and white. What is going to happen? Because let's face it, as a brat. Sometimes, you want to push those limits. Sometimes I might go, maybe that breaking of that rule is worth it. I can handle that punishment. Let me, I'll be okay breaking it. Right? Like these are the things you need to know. Doesn't that go against your good girl? Yeah, I don't break rules. But I'm just saying. <laughs> I, 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 I may be sassy about it and I will find the line in the sand, but I won't cross it. But I will go right up to the You'll line. You'll put your toe on that line, won't yeah. you? Oh, yeah. Um. One of the things that I think is super important to include in a contract is the dominance obligations. What is the dominant going to do? Right? Now, again, to me, this was not specific enough, but one contract I had, I trust that you will provide guidance during scenes that help me grow as a submissive and during life to spur my growth as a person. Unless, that's not specific enough no, for me. And also, I don't like that because unless that's specifically what you're going for in this relationship, that should not be included. What? What if I just want to have a good time? You're probably not writing a contract if all you want to do is have a good time. But you said if we were going for a weekend, I could write a contract. Yeah. But I'm not expecting to grow as a person in my weekend fun time. Why not? I just want to have fun. Yeah, Girls, but they want to have fun. You're going to grow, though. If you're, go- if you're getting... And you're, if you're getting serious enough to a point that you write a contract, even if it's a contract for a weekend, you will come out of it different than you went into it. I think my independence is offended. And your independence is allowed to be offended. 
I mean, let's let's face it. You are still a dominant leaning switch. Yeah, I'm like probably 85% dominant. So this this that particular thing just rubs me the wrong way when it comes to that. I don't even have like I'm married to Daddy J, right? So that's the rumor. I wasn't actually at the wedding, but I've heard. Well, nobody was because it was during the <laughs> pandemic. So there were three people there other than me and daddy. And I wasn't one of them. I'm sorry. That's okay. But you didn't yeah. really have a, you know. It's okay. You, you couldn't do the photography and all that. So no. I'm sorry. But I did, I did watch it on Facebook. Yes. My mother wasn't there. Okay. Don't feel bad. <sighs> I would have had my mother there before you, to be honest. Ouch. True. True, but ouch. I love you, but I love her more. I can't help it if you have a good relationship with your mother. Uh, yeah, it's because my mom is the sweetest a little old lady kind of person. Except I'm the sweetest being a bitch. little old lady, too. You are little. <laughs> you are not sweet. Ouch. And you are not old. So. Oh, you're just earning up the points today, aren't you? I know, right? Except Thank I you. called you not sweet. So, yeah, where, so where, am it's, 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 yeah, where am I on that? Where am I on this? Anyway, I just like. I, for example, will never allow Daddy J, even though he is my dominant, to control my finances to the point where we don't even have a joint bank account. Oh, wow. He wanted one because in his mind, that's traditional for a married couple. Yes. You have a joint bank account. I refuse. We also aren't in a... I see, I always had joint account, but I've also lived in community property states, so it makes life easier. Half of what I own is always yours anyway, so we might as well just combine everything. That's true. I don't think... I no, don't think we're this not. Area is it is not. Yeah, so we're the I, south. So no, right? I I just refuse because, and I flat said because I want my independence and I want my privacy. That man has not seen my Amazon bill. <laughs> That's for your safety. So yeah. That's for your safety. That's honey. exactly <laughs> why I've done this. <laughs> Ooh, that's a it's smart a, lady. It's a good thing he doesn't actually listen to a lot of these unless I'm editing and doing it really, really loudly. He doesn't hear this. Watch him. This be the one yeah. episode he tunes in for. You know, but for instance, let's say you've agreed that the dominant is going to control your um, clothing. Right. So under obligations, your dominant will let you know by 7 a.m. each day what you're expected to wear. Mm-hmm. And you want that because let's say... You got to leave the house by 7.30 to get to work on time. Oh, my God. Then they better get it to me by 6.30. Right. But you would figure out whatever works best for you. Right. Well, so along those lines, if... Okay. So let's say it's underwear. If the dominant is expected to pick out your underwear, then me as a submissive was actually expected to once a week provide him with a picture of underwear options. And then all he had to do was circle and send me that picture back. I had a database of my entire wardrobe. Okay, but by that's photos. That yeah, I had a fo- photographic database. Once again, difference between me and Rara. I'm going to take the simpler way out, uh-huh. and Rara is going to go as complicated as she possibly fucking can. Oh yeah, it made me happy. I was, I was quite the fucking project to take literally a picture of every shirt, and every pair of pants, and every skirt, and every dress. Hey, Rara. The only thing we didn't include is the shoes. Thank God. Because at the time, I only know this because then I moved. And I actually, as I was going through all my stuff, I counted up my shoes. I had something like 120 pairs of shoes. I have like five. I I, I got rid of a lot. I got down to like 30 in order to move. Wow. Yeah, I I have more than 30 now. I might have built my collection back up. I'm going to do something that's going to make you so unbelievably happy. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm ready. Are Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Remind me. When we're done recording today, yeah. I am going to show you my book database. Ooh, keep talking. Not only Give is it, me, does it have every single picture of every single book, but it has descriptions. It has locations. <sighs> it has conditions. <sighs> they are arranged alphabetically. <sighs> and it has topics, hashtags. <sighs> Sorry, I'm not Sally. I did the best I could. <laughs> For those who don't understand that reference, you're way too young. I actually understood that. Thank you. You're not way too young. My God, that just went off the charts on my <laughs> on my recording here. Like it clipped it. It is it is so far gone. It is clipped in half. Holy shit! There is going to be no compressing that. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah. So list. 
the dominance obligations and be as specific about them as you are with the submissive's obligations. Everybody needs to know what their job is and what they're supposed to do. Something else that you could include in there is your goals. My first contract, I had a goal of wanting to lose weight Mm -hmm. and be healthier. So I had rules that out that were part of that. But, and I also had a reward system. I got told what I would get if I actually met my goal, which was- you know me and stickers. My goal was he had to carry me around because I do have this fetish of being carried. Oh my God, really? Yeah. You didn't know that? No. Yeah. I like being picked up. See, no, that pisses me off. Why? I don't want to be carried anywhere. I wouldn't even let my three husbands carry me over a threshold. Oh my God. I love it. Not one of them. I love being carried. Uh Uh-uh. No. I think maybe it's just my size because if I can get thin enough that they can lift me, I'm the right size. You could totally pick me up. We have our one friend who that's our shtick. Whenever we see each other, he picks me up. I wrap my my legs around his waist and and he carries me for a little bit. Makes it's my happy place. Wow, I know. So that was my my, and he did it. He had to do it. It was great. That's pretty funny. I know. So you want to include all your goals, and your goals could be for the relationship. Your goals could be kinky. I want to learn how to do something. It could be vanilla. It, it could be anything. That's the whole point of this. You can do whatever the fudge you want. Honey, it's a mature podcast. You can say fuck. Did I not say fuck? You said fudge. Oh, sorry. Sometimes I forget. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I just orgasmed. Well, not for real, but I orgasmed. You sallied. I sallied. Oh, I like that. I sallied. Does that make me hairy? I don't know. Did you shave lately? But a bump. <laughs> Shut up. Ah! Sorry. Kind of. Sort of. Anyway. Continue. Yeah. Expectations. Expectations of each other. Expectations of your dynamic. You know, like. For instance, I had a dominant who expected me to always keep an eye on his drinking glass. And if it got low, it was my job to refill it. Safe words. Include your safe words in there. Please do that. Especially if you're not using the stoplight system. And even if you are using the stoplight system, include that anyway. Yeah. like Because again, as we all know, yellow and red mean different things to different people. Some people, red means stop over End of story. Emergency, get me out right? of this. Some people are like, red is stop for a minute. Because, you know, the light's going to turn green. <laughs> I, I, I go with the red, we stop. Include honorifics. What do you want to be called? And that's from both sides, right? You, As a submissive, you want me to call you daddy. Well, I want you to call me baby girl. And then where and when can you use those submissives? Like, is it, I, submissive, God, where and when can you use those? <laughs> tired you're rushing me where can you use your submissive (laughs) well that should be probably put that in the contract too (laughs) see just getting ahead of myself where and when can you use those honorifics or different things like with you and your daddy calling princess right Mm -hmm. that that should be in the contract you are not allowed to call anybody else princess apparently except the dogs and me when he calls me princess rara but that's my title that's the only exception his princess or exactly yeah exactly but he has called the dogs princess yeah and you get upset i do That's my name, right? Here we go. This is one of the biggest parts of your contract, the hard and soft limits of both parties. Because they're not going to be clipping. You're, you just, I'm yelling. First, am I yelling? First of all, that's my ears. (laughs) And second of all, Jesus Christ, I'm never going to be able to edit this well enough so that that is not clipped. Jeez, my God, look what you did. Fucking sadist. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I am. She's mentally, she's like, this is, you this prefer is a the, mental. You prefer the mental sadism anyway. That's true. I do kind of, I'm getting a little bit hot and bothered by this. <laughs> Any, just, <laughs> a lot of people, what they find the easiest thing to do is just staple to the back of your contract, a checklist where you go through it. Yes, no, yes, no on all the different potential kinks and everything else, mm-hmm. including not only the kinks themselves, but, you know, what you could potentially add. So include your hard and soft limits. If you know triggers that you have, include that in the contract so that your the other party can hopefully avoid the trigger. Communication. That's, that's a big one. And I've always had that part of it. A simple statement like, you must always speak respectfully to each other. I mean, that's not just for the submissive to the dominant. The dominant you know, if you're my submissive and you fucked up, I still need to treat you and talk to you respectfully when I tell 
tell you you fucked up. Yeah, like Rara fucks up. I can't just call her a slut for doing it. No, she doesn't like being called a slut. I don't. She likes but you being can call me a bitch. Slut. You can call me a bitch. Bitch, what'd you do? No, that's. I just look at you and go, "Yo, bitch, what's up?" Yeah, morning. <laughs> we just call that day ending and why. <laughs> so that's number one. The other one I think is usually gets included is honesty. You have to be honest with each other. You can't tell me what you think I want to hear. You have to tell me how you're really thinking and feeling. Scheduled sit downs. How often are we going to sit down and go over things? Like rediscussing the contract or just like a check in, like how you doing? This? Yes. Okay. If there's an issue, let's say you, the dominant did something that I as a submissive really hurt me and bothered me and upset me. Do I bring it up when it happens? Do we have weekly get togethers? where we just kind of go over touch base what's been happening for the week. Is that when I, I, I tell you? So I kind of think I'm of the mindset where it be both. You do it immediately when it happens. And then during your check-in, you check in on how your check-in went. Yeah. And Does for me, sometimes I'm so hurt and upset at the moment. Being respectful may be a little more difficult. Well, there's so also having time to cool down and think about it. I had the there's also you have to process it, right? Yeah. If it's that bad. I had a rule that I had to express concerns in writing. I had to send an email with my concerns. That worked for me because writing it out sort of forced me to be respectful. Yeah, I can see that. And it helps you process it. It helps you formulate it. It's not going to come out in this big old rush. That would probably be a good rule for me. Um, My biggest problem, and this is something Daddy Jay and I have been working on, is I shut down. I don't want to tell him when something is wrong. And he does the same thing to me. It's both of our issue. Yeah. And then it comes out as drama. Well, yeah, because it builds and builds and builds to you explode. Yes. I might explode more than him. I can see that. You want to include in there, how do you deal with resolution, with, with resolutions and disputes? I know people who had it in their contract that they brought in a third party. This was a master slave. Like a mediator sort of because they because they were a master slave Uh so they were never sort of not in the dynamic some people will say okay so once we have a dispute resolution dynamics go out and we're not dom and sub we're bob and jill that makes sense right this couple brought in a third party so that they could help because the this master was so like i am the master type of mentality but he knew that that wasn't fair does that make sense? Well, at least you recognize right? that. So you want to include all of that. Uh, submissive's right to refuse commands. Like saying, family and work take precedence. Like you can order me to do something, but I'm telling you I'm at work and that's not going to happen. Or like family time, if you're not in the same family. That sounded bad. If you're not like married with kids or not married with whatever. If you don't have kids together and you're not in the same little family unit, then no, like family time would take precedence over the dynamic in some cases, in a lot of cases, hopefully. Yeah. Privacy and confidentiality issues. As we know, I mean, Dara will come to me sometimes if Daddy J pisses her off. Not that he ever does, just in case in the off chance he's actually listening. I'm just saying. I mean, he's not That's actually listening. once so a fucking week. I, right? <laughs> I I'm mostly just... do it during our uh, every three week check-in when yeah. we're doing Right before the podcast. Listen, I recognize that she's mostly just venting and releasing steam. She's not really looking for me to necessarily offer advice and resolve the issue. No. She just needs somebody to vent to. But, you know, maybe you want to include in there that you're allowed to or not allowed to share certain aspects with people. It could be with certain people. Right. That you're allowed to. So, like, my closest friends, Daddy J knows that I'm going to bitch to them about him. That's just how it is. But if I air it to, say, some random person at a party, that's going to be a little different. Yeah. Medical issues. Big, huge, major. Put it in there. <laughs> okay. Wah, 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 wah. That's my, that's my alert. Is that it? That's oh, a medi- it's a medical right. alert. Uh, if you're both switches. Maybe you want in your contract some rules and discussions about when, which one is dominant or submissive when. 
right? Ooh. Ooh. You might want a part of the contract where you discuss the rules around altering the contract. You want to, you know, can you, do you sit down every three months and go over the contract and make changes as opposed to it? Do you just bring it up at the time that it happens? What rules do you want to put in place for amending the contract? You also want to keep in mind that when you make anything that you have to add to the contract really needs to have both parties consent. End of story. And you can't add something that is somebody else's hard limit or they absolutely don't want to. Like that is not okay. It has to be something you both agree to. And they have to know about it. Yeah. You can't just add something to a contract and be like, hey, it was in the contract. I didn't fucking know that that was even in there. No. Right. Now, when it comes to deleting, the same thing. You can't just delete something and not let the other person. But I'm a little more flexible in the fact that if I want to delete something from the contract, whether or not you agree with me, I get to delete it because it's, it's, my now, power. It's, it's now my limit and I'm not going to do it. So we might as well just delete it anyway. But you are informing the other person that you are deleting it. Yeah. See? So that's, I mean, you can delete. You just got to let the other person know. Yeah. And again, hopefully you've put something in there that says whether or not once these issues comes up, we discuss it at the time or we have a review period when we discuss it, which is why some people like having dates on the contracts because that way, let's say you put a three month date on it. When those three months are up, it's time to sit down and go over it again. Uh, some people like to include in in the contract the ability to end the dynamic and have multiple out clauses. Yeah, I didn't do that. I just went, nope, we're done. Yeah. Again, everybody's difference. So now, how do you actually put together all this contract? Well, we've talked about it. You can purchase a contract. You can just Google the contract. You could separately in different places, go through line by line and make notations. This is okay for me. This is not okay for me. And then you'll get back together and discuss it. You can just go through it together originally and go through line by line. You're going to go through it. Some things are going to be so easy. Check. That's good. We both agree to it. Some things you're going to have to debate and negotiate because maybe the way it's written won't work for you as is, but you can make changes to it. And some things you're going to say hell to the no and just take it out. And again, remember, hard limits should be an automatic no, even if the other person wants it in the contract. I don't care. Well, the contract says this. Doesn't matter. I'm not doing it. End of story. Just remember, you can always be Anna and Kristoff. Yeah. With a reindeer daddy. Wait, wait. Anna and Kristoff. <laughs> I know. I'm that just... actually does make sense. <laughs> Is it Anna? In in Fifty Shades or Anna, Anastasia, right? I think he calls Anastasia. Anastasia. So, it's Anna. yeah. so he calls her Anna. Yeah. Okay. All right. Man, that's a little too too close. Yeah, Kristoff. But who knows? Maybe that's where they got the names from. That's true. Oh my God. Maybe he's <gasps> he is a daddy. <laughs> he's a reindeer daddy. I except, thought we established except that. she's the queen. So yeah. wouldn't that make her the nom? Uh, we've watched them together. Tell me, she's not. She's pretty dummy. Yeah. She's also a bit of a brat. Since one of those separate. Can we do an episode on on Disney kink? Like kinkifying Disney? Sure. We've done some crazy shit before. That sounds like fun. Told you. I, we're turning my, our Twilight Mom book club into the fact that Twilight is kinky. Okay. We might have to do a kinky Disney club. Okay. Or at least make that a discussion one day. I think we might have to. Okay, well, that's going to so be... So if anybody has any ideas and want to throw information our way, please. Yeah, that, that might be the main topic of our next munch. Yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> Important thing. Never, ever, ever be afraid to say no to something in the contract. Don't ever feel you have to agree to something you don't want to. If it's, a, if it's something that is a make or break point for them... Don't say yes because you're afraid of losing them. That's not a relationship you want. If you don't want to do something, then fucking don't do it. Exactly. Some people take these contracts that they've written and they like to make them super duper formal. And they actually have witnesses to them signing it. They Some even get them notarized. Can you do it like during a collaring ceremony? Yes. Like you're signing a marriage contract? Absolutely. Uh-huh. I've seen that, I think. I thought... Didn't they do that at the collaring ceremony you had here? 
I don't remember. They might have. I think so. Right. Or they go over their commitment and their vows to each other's part of the, which is what was in their contract. All right. So once the contract is put together and signed, is it permanent? No. It doesn't have to be. If it ain't legal, it ain't permanent. Well, I mean, it could be permanent in in the sense that there's no end date to it. Yeah, but. But it's not permanent in the sense that you can't change your mind at some point and go, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing the whole thing. I ain't doing just section three, subsection two, whatever. You really do want to set up a schedule to go over and make sure about alterations that you need to do it. So whether you agree to do every three months, you go over it to make sure there's no alterations that needed to be, or at any point in time, you bring up issues that you've got concerns about with the contract, whatever you want to do, but you really need to make sure that you're reviewing it regularly. Did you have something you wanted to say? No, I was just telling you it's been an hour. Sometimes I have a lot more to say. Yeah, this one you really had a lot to say. I could tell. Yeah. (laughs) So that's why most of it, I was just going, okay, this is going to be the rah-rah show because she really, really wants to make this point. Well, as as a Virgo with OCD, like contracts make me happy. I I know. That's why I was just sitting there. I was making comments and I was participating, but I was like, no, just the rah-rah show today. She needs it. But there are contracts that have limited timeframes. We talked about earlier about maybe you have a weekend getaway. Some people have training contracts because they're just in a training session. No one's decided, you know, the under consideration and the dynamic. So you've got a limited amount of time. So, you know, we're going to review this in three months or however date because this might not work for us, the contract or even the dynamic. And finally, for some people, it's just limited. You know, I just need a contract for, I just need Dom or a sub for this amount of time. And then that's it. Um, I know people who will bring in a, do- a dominant, let's say just for uh, physical, right? Just for their health and well-being and physical. A fitness Dom. That's what I was looking for. Isn't that just a trainer? Same thing. I, I There's, a, there's a, a woman that I adore on TikTok who, she's fantastic. Hello, Ryan. Um, she constantly talks about how her her trainer is her dom. I mean, yeah. I know that would work for me. Just saying. Maybe not for me. There's actually, there is a romance series just with that thing. This guy, oh, this guy, it's a, he's a BDSM lifestyler, a daddy, and he opens up a gym where that's what all the trainers do. The trainers act speci- and they bring it up specifically as dominant. So like some of the things that they do is if you don't do your workout in the way you've agreed to, you might get spanked. Okay. That actually sounds like a shit ton of fun. Right? And it's part of your, you talk about a contract. Your contract is not only for the membership for the gym, but it includes these rules and the consequences as part of this contract for the gym. That sounds like fun. I'd probably go to that. Right? Oh, so totally good. Especially if the guys look like they described it, because that's my type. You know of course, how I feel about muscles. Yo. God, yes. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry. I'm are you, having, are you verklempt? I'm verklempt and a little moist. Um, <laughs> I did that just for you. Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> I twitched a little bit. Just a twitch. Do you have to have a contract? No. no. If you decide you want a cr- contract, does it have to be written versus verbal? No. No. But if you're like me. An organization and things in black and white make you happy. We've given you a lot of ideas of things to include in your contract. A whole <laughs> lot of ideas. You get mad if I don't have pages. So I only had four pages here. <sighs> Rara, when are you going to understand? I get mad no matter what you do because they're always different and they're always confusing. I like to keep you on your toes. Okay. Again, well, sadist. Don't worry. I would get you back. Um, there are companies out there that sell contracts, BDSM contracts. I think there's BDSMcontracts.com or .org, whatever. I don't remember because nobody's sponsoring us. I'm just saying, if anybody wants to sponsor us, I won't say no. Let's, let's, let's get that. But yes, so that's all I have to say about contracts. I think I've said enough, don't you? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We're good? We're good. Now, if only I could get her to stop hitting shit when she's recording because she's 
What's the word? I'm just excited. Not flailing. Spilkies. <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you have a question you would like answered or just have a story about the lifestyle you want to share, you can send us a voicemail and maybe it'll be shared in a future episode. Just go to pinkkinkpodcast.com to contact us. Follow us on social media. On Twitter, Instagram, and FetLife, we are Pink Kink Podcast. And on TikTok, we are The Pink Kink Podcast. Join our Facebook group, Pink Kink Podcast, and hang out with other pink kinksters. If you love what we do and are able to support us, we are on Patreon. Just look for us on patreon.com slash pink kink podcast and check out our pink kink swag available on our website, pinkkinkpodcast.com. Even if you can't show your support financially, there are other ways you can help. You can spread the word about our kinky podcast and tell your friends about us. You can also rate and review Pink Kink Podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The five-star reviews really help us. And don't forget to subscribe to Pink Kink so you don't miss a minute of the fun. New episodes come out every Friday. So until next time, stay pretty, stay safe, and stay twisted.